What's up, guys, and welcome to another Learn Lead Thursday. It's day 9,254 of coronavirus quarantine here. Kind of going crazy. Got my first gray hair. Not liking it, but uh, just going to hop right into it. Landon, just uh, if you don't mind teeing up our guest that we had. Yeah, we had Luke Creon. Basically, conversation went from from marketing to sales to all types of languages used inside sales in the sales process. Luke Cree is the host of the State Paid Podcast, originated back in 2018. Talks about sales and marketing for cold callers, door knockers, top producers, industry disruptors, wealthy veterans in the sales business, and hungry rookies in the business as well. And he's the president of Reminder Media. They're publishers of American Lifestyle Magazine with over 220 employees. Guy's 30 years old, and he's the president of a company with over 200 employees. So what's your excuse? Guy's an absolute stud. Get your pen and paper out. Listen to it. Really love you guys. Everyone hopes hope you're staying safe and uh, enjoy the podcast. This is the Learn Lead Podcast with your hosts, Tony V and Landon Arcangelo, coming to you with exclusive access inside the lives of some of the world's most successful leaders. We have Luke A. Cree in the building. He's the host of the Stay Paid podcast for the last two years, president of Reminder Media, publishers of American Lifestyle Magazine. Luke, how are we doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Well, first off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are? Yeah, sure. So like you said, so I'm the host of Stay Paid Podcast, but uh, the reason we do the Stay Paid Podcast is because I am the president of a company called Reminder Media. So Reminder Media is a sales and marketing company. We've been at it for about 16 years. Now, I haven't been at Reminder Media for 16 years. I joined up about 10 years ago. The story goes, I uh, grew up actually in Virginia. And in college, I had started a company called Nextmark Design. So Nextmark Design was a website company. We were doing websites for uh, small mom and pops, churches, stuff like that. Did that actually with my brother, Dan, for about four years. And at that time, Steve, who had started Reminder Media, who's my uncle, Steve had started Reminder Media about 16 years ago. And he was doing Reminder Media. I was doing Nextmark Design. He was in the marketing space on the print side, specifically for real estate agents. We got to talking. And Steve had reached a point in his journey. Maybe some of the listeners to this podcast can have camaraderie with this. But as an entrepreneur, you reach a lot of hills and valleys. And sometimes with the valleys, you reach that point where it's just like, you're just not sure what that next move is. And so he had reached that phase kind of on his journey, obviously successful entrepreneur. And at that moment, you know, I always say maybe God brought it together, but uh, we joined up forces about a decade ago and, you know, came together and it's just been an incredible ride. We, you know, at that time we had about 40 employees. We now have 220 full-time employees. You know, we've gone from working with just, uh, you know, 5,000, 6,000 people to last year, we worked with 38,000 small businesses. My journey, really, I'm passionate about sales and marketing, which is kind of strange because in school, I did computer science. So any of the listeners who, you know, you don't know what you want to do with your life, that's completely normal. So I haven't really used my computer science degree that much, but have a real passion for sales and marketing. So when we joined up, Steve and I, you know, really my whole mission was to try to build out our sales and marketing side of the business 
And we had traditionally done most of our sales from outside sales where we were going and we we're presenting, we we're doing face to face. And I brought our sales, though we still have outside sales, I brought our sales to be majority inside. I have a team of over 100 inside salespeople that are on the phones every single day. That's a passion of mine, cold calling, believe it or not. I'm one of those psychopaths. And it's just been incredible. So we have about 120 people on the phones every single day. And we really are focused on what I believe is the most critical thing in any business, which is how do you create raving fans out of your database, out of your sphere of influence? Because if you can get people into that category of knowing you, liking you, and trusting you, then they will buy from you. And so our products, like our magazine that we do for people, our digital, our social media is all geared around that principle, is getting people to know, like, and trust you to get that trifecta to come together so you can close a deal. So that's kind of the 30,000 foot view of my my journey to where I'm at today. Awesome. Awesome. And so specifically, what's the value that your company is providing to your clients? So mainly what we do, we have our flagship product, which is actually a customizable magazine. So the idea there is if you give your frame of reference for all the audience that is listening, if you think of like an architectural digest or a better homes and garden magazine, we create a lifestyle magazine, but we make it look like it's the business's magazine and they send it to their clients as a touch point, as a gift. And one of the really key points of the value proposition is the magazine is not perceived as marketing or solicitation. So if you're a real estate agent, you're used to sending like a postcard with a just sold or just listed, or if you're a financial advisor, you're used to sending financial information to your clients. But this is actually purely just for your clients. It's a gift, but you're branded on it. So you're branded on the covers, you're branded on the tear out cards, and our shelf life is proven to be four to six weeks. So when you compare that to like a postcard or an email, postcards last for about a day if you're lucky. And because most people glance at a postcard and toss it if it doesn't hit them at the exact right time, our magazine will live for four to six weeks in the home. And what we find over the course of 12 months of an agent or an advisor using us, they get a 38% referral rate coming off of the magazine. We have then since expanded because we want to have a holistic approach to really building those relationships and giving value to your clients. So, so much of the content in the magazine, like recipes, travel articles, you know, things like old time baseball, like a little bit of everything for everybody. We've made that now digital. So now you can share through mail coming in their door and then also on your social media pages, bite-sized pieces of the content you can share through email. A lot of our advisors or agents, what they'll do is they'll take the digital edition of the magazine, they'll text it to their clients. And the reason why it's worked is because if you imagine my wife, Megan, and I are a client of yours, maybe you're our financial advisor, right? Mm -hmm. If you're our financial advisor, you might be talking to me all the time, but you're never talking to my wife, Megan. And it's really difficult for you to be able to have a conversation with Megan that doesn't feel awkward. You're not sure how to start the conversation, all those good things. What we've enabled for an advisor, for a real estate agent, is an ability to have a conversation and an intro to somebody that's really warm and non-salesy because you can send the magazine, you can call Megan up and say, hey, Megan, want to reach out to you? I actually, you were on my mind because the magazine, you know, I just got my magazine. I remember I'm sending it to you and Luke as a gift. How are you doing? Hey, by the way, you've got to check out the article on page seven. It's awesome. I was reading it last night. I thought you guys would really enjoy it. And it gives you a, an ability to start having a conversation that's totally relationship driven. And then, as I said at the beginning, 
what is the categories that you want to get into? You want people to know you, you want people to like you, and you want people to trust you. So in the getting known through having your brand in front of them, getting liked because you're sending them content that's about them and what they enjoy, not about just your business. And then your ability to earn that trust through that phone call interaction, that face-to-face interaction. And then ultimately, you're also branded through the content that we do. That's really been the trifecta that has generated that 38% referral rate. That's beautiful. So overall, I mean, you just told us a good landscape of where you guys are today. Where do you see this marketing industry moving down the road? Uh, Yeah, man. So I'll give you guys my rant of marketing. So I think the key to marketing is relevancy, meaning the more relevant you can be to someone, the more impact it will make on their minds, on their hearts, which will get them to remember it and then hopefully take action. So a perfect example is if you buy a car today, right, Tony or Landon, you buy a car today and then you watch a car commercial tomorrow. Well, that advertising is irrelevant to you. It's not relevant. You you have no need for that car. So you don't pay attention. It goes in one ear and out the other or in your eyes and you don't store it. So who has figured this out? Well, Google, you know, Facebook, they know and they do so much of their revenue through advertising because they can give you the data points to allow you to target and do relevant information in front of an audience that it means something to. So for us with content marketing, my whole future for Reminder Media and what I would encourage all of you as your listeners to this to do with your marketing is how do I serve the right thing to the right person at the right time through the right medium? And no one's really doing this for touchpoint marketing. We're doing this for ad-based marketing, but we're not in transaction-based marketing, but people aren't doing it for content-based marketing yet. And that's really what we're trying to thrive in is going, hey, you know, Tony, you might be into working out and Landon, you might be into music. So when I reach out to Tony, I want to, you know, connect with him and say, hey, Tony, man, in the gym this morning, was thinking of you, hope you're doing well. Here's a workout tip, man, that you should try if that you would enjoy, where if I get on and I'm trying to outreach to Landon, maybe I do something with a music article. Why is that powerful? Well, because if I know you at a personal level like that and I can deliver content to you that's relevant to you, it makes it feel more personal. And what's personal is your relationship. And I teach, you know, advisors and agents like the Ford method, which is not my method, but I think it's an incredible method for you to run your business as everybody in your database right now. You should understand the Ford method on each of those. So what is that? You should know about their family. You should know about their occupation, what they do for work. You should know about their recreation. What do they do for their hobbies? What are they into? And you should know about their dreams. What do they want to achieve? Because when you know those four pillars of somebody, you tend to have a close personal relationship with them. And my rant for people in today's world is that if you want to survive in this new age, you have to be relationship driven because I can go invest my money by myself. I can go and invest it in the market if I want. So the only reason I'm going to stay with you and not go with another advisor, not go with a robo advisor, the only reason I'm not going to go with an online transaction for a real estate agent is because I trust you. I know you. You're not just an agent to me. You're not just Tony, the advisor. You're Tony, my friend. You're Tony, my friend that we go out for beers with. You're Tony, my friend that's taking me fishing. And and basically, I guess what I'm saying, because I've been using my banker right now, right, for everything that's going on with the, you know this virus and stuff is my banker right now is a close advisor to me because I have an actual relationship with them, not because they're just a banker at the local bank, if that makes sense. So if you don't mind us uh, just going back just a little bit. So now 
it's great that we so when we have the clients, this is the strategy. So now, in terms of acquiring clients and getting people on the phone, what are some strategies that you'd give to, uh, any advice to young advisors? We've got a lot of young advisors that listen in. What would be some uh, some strategies you would use at the start of the business? So, you know, obviously, when you are first starting out as an advisor, you have a sphere, your friends and family, and I think you need to network within that sphere. And I think you need to you know, obviously make yourself known within that sphere. There's two really solid ways I've seen advisors grow their practice at the beginning. One is through working their sphere and trying to grow by referral. The other is actually going after seminars. So, you know, doing networking events, doing seminar events and bringing it in that way. Advisors now are just now shifting to the webinar game. I see this all the time now on the web. And I have a couple of friends that have companies that do this for advisors where they're doing seminars virtually and doing Facebook ads. But if I was advocating, like if I started in this business right now as an advisor, the first and most important thing I would do is start collecting my database and my sphere. And the reason why I would do that is because it's not just about my friends and family. It's not just about that my uncle or my cousin or something like that. It's about who they also know. And the strategy that I would use is going after, okay, here's everybody in my sphere, reaching out to them, starting to drip on them, introing what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm passionate, what's my unique value proposition, why did I get into this business, what's driven me. A tip I would give people is don't tell people what you do. There's a lot of people out there that do what you do, but tell people what you believe. Meaning, why did what drove you into this business? Why are you passionate about this business? Tell that to your sphere. But more importantly than just your sphere, who does your sphere know? And that's that six degrees of separation that we tend to fall down on all the time. So if you're connected to me, Luke, and I'm in your sphere, well, who does Luke know and who is Luke connected to? And you find that out by working my your sphere and having a relationship with me. So you know I go to church or you know I might be involved with YPO. YPO is a network of tons of different presidents, CEOs, and business owners that you're after. And so you can now start using that as a way to go, hey, Luke, do you know anybody within YPO that maybe I could reach out to, I could introduce myself to? And this is why our products, what we do has worked so well with advisors, even from a referral standpoint, is because you need a soft intro and a soft way to introduce yourself to somebody. So maybe the call is, hey, you know, Luke, do you know anybody within YPO that I could reach out to? Maybe I can send this magazine to to introduce myself. Or if you started working with us, guys, right, we would walk you through an idea of how do you segment your business or your sphere as a business owner? And what I mean by that is Luke here, if he's in your sphere, me, well, guess what? I'm connected to a CPA accountant that I use for my business. I'm connected to a lawyer that I have for my business, right? I'm connected to other business owner friends. There's certain vendors that every business owner in your in your book of business right now has and I know for me myself, like my accountant, I know he's a pretty well-off guy because he owns his accounting practice and all that good stuff. So how do you use the relationship you have with me in your sphere to get to my accountant? And it comes from first nurturing the relationship, having, whether it's taking me out to dinner, whether it's sending me things, showing me that you're serious about your business and why, and then asking for the referrals. There's a whole other strategy you can use for LinkedIn. Uh, but I'll stop there and, you know, we can go into that if you want to, but I'll stop there for just where I would focus is my sphere. Do you mind sharing some, uh, some language for cold calling? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. So it just depends where in the process you are. So give me an idea of like, is cold calling your sphere? Is that what you're after? 
No, not necessarily. But I mean, okay. sometimes uh, I like to cold call businesses on certain days for a couple hours just to uh, really one work on my on my techniques and also because it's a it, it's got a chance of working. So I know I love that. So what do you give me kind of a little bit of what you're after when you're calling the business so I can kind of understand uh, employee impact. benefits, most likely okay. like group group uh, group term insurance, stuff like that. Okay, I love this. So when you're calling, first off, I love that you're cold calling. I think that's awesome. So a lot of people are scared of cold calling. When you're going after cold calling for you know businesses for benefits, right? And you're trying to reach me as the decision maker for this. What you have to do is you have to get to the point really, really fast. I cannot tell you how many calls that I receive where people call me and the intro literally is, Hey, Luke, my name's Luke Acre. I'm with XYZ Company. The reason why I was calling is because I wanted to talk to you about your business or about your benefits program that you have at Reminder Media and what we offer here at XYZ Company. And though that's well and good and you're introing yourself, there's no real value proposition for me to latch hold of. So I don't know your value proposition when it comes to benefits, but let's just say it was, here's the pain point for me is price is always the pain point for me when it comes to benefits here at Reminder Media. So if you could call me up and go, hey, Luke, my name is, or hey, Luke, my name is Tony, and I'm with XYZ Company. The reason why I wanted to get a hold of you is I was looking at Reminder Media, and I help specialize with companies exactly like yours. In fact, I work with X company up the road, and I help them save on their benefits. And I'm not positive I can help you save on yours. I wanted to take a look and see if you were open to saving money on your benefits this year as you go into open enrollment. It would take me literally a couple minutes just to walk you through what we do. When can I get on your calendar? X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. So the point being there that I'm trying to make is hitting real quickly to the pain point of what business owners face or to the pain point of what that cold call you're making is the key versus trying to just spend some time introing yourself, trying to spend some time just being almost like polite. I don't almost have time. I don't have time, I should should say, for people to be polite, if that makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, to transition into how you operate your business from within, where, how, what's the type of training methods and, and philosophy that you drive into your employees? And what are some, what are some things that, that stand out to you that your employees do that, that you hone in on? That's a great question. You know, what's interesting is as we've built like the sales team here at Reminder Media, and it's like we keep looking for like the formula of what is the process that will always get people to success. And after doing this for a decade, we still can't find it. I don't know if that's shame on me or, you know, it just doesn't exist. I tend to lean to, you know, there's not an exact process that's going to get my guys to close. But there's two things that I have found from a training perspective that I tend to walk people through that I know if they can grab hold of these things, they will have success. One is, I call it the work ethic and the hustle. And Grant Cardone would refer to it as like frequency before greatness. So what I tell my guys is that, look, if you make the calls every single day, if you're frequent, if you're frequent and you make the dials and you call 200 people a day and you put in the effort, that's going to get you halfway there. And then the second 
right? Because you can train on your scripts and you can memorize, internalize, personalize your scripts. You can do all these things. But the second thing that I have found from a training perspective that's super hard to teach is getting people to believe in what they're selling. And that belief usually comes from their frequency of how much they're training and also in their belief of working with the clients and the results they're seeing. So what I have all of my guys go through is this process of basically making sure they go through and read every testimonial we've ever had, good and bad, making sure they sit and they learn the ins and outs of the product and how it actually helps the business owner. And of course, they need to know all the technical details. That's a given. But it's like I find that the people who really, really have success are the people who work hard and put in smile and dial as they say it, but also then have the belief in what they're selling. And I'm not sure if that's resonating with you guys of what I'm laying down, but for you specifically, like if you're an advisor listening to this, it's like the reading the testimonials of how your firm has helped people. Because when you can speak with that passion and you can bring those stories in, that is what makes the difference in people wanting to buy from you. And because people don't want to buy from people they look down at, they don't want to buy from people they look at, they want to buy from people they look up to. And to get into that position, you almost have to be speaking with a, a preaching type, I don't know, mentality or almost like evangelistic, as Ed Milet would say, and, and evangelistic type mentality. What are the next... 20 years look like for reminder media? I don't know, man. <laughs> the 20 years is far off. I'm not sure what the next 20 years looks like. I, I hope it looks good. Uh, my goal for the next five years is we want to grow the company to a hundred million. We want to help a hundred thousand plus business owners live a life of freedom um, you know, and that life of freedom for us is going to be empowering them to close more deals and retain more business. I want to be able to have offices across the country. I want to be able to have offices internationally. Um, that's the goal and what we're driving for. Um, I'm not positive what the next 20 years looks like. I think I think things change so fast. Um, I think for us, it's our vision of we want to help people live a life of freedom. And we know in order to do that in business, what's not going to change, no matter the mediums of distribution, whether it's digital, print, virtual reality, whatever comes down the road, relationships are going to be essential in all those in all those mediums. So what we're going to try to figure out, and I tell my team all the time, is look, if it becomes that water bottles are the secret to helping business owners strengthen their relationships, get known, like, and trusted. We're going to create the best water bottles. We're going to get the best water from Tahiti, wherever the best water comes from. And we're going to hit that. So, and, and I'm not sure what the next 20 years looks like, but I know that's what we're going to be focused on. Makes complete sense. So to transition again, I want to talk a little bit more about the Stay Paid podcast. Can you tell our listeners more about that and how they can listen? Yeah. So that came out of a passion project of we just started seeing with our clients that we had a lot of clients that weren't taking action. So we were giving them the right advice or the right tools, but they weren't actually executing, whether it was picking up the phone and calling their clients after the magazine was delivered, whether it was you know actually posting on social media consistently. And so we wanted to put together a podcast that was completely free, that would bring in industry experts so people could see, hey, 
not only is this possible because there's other people doing it, but here are some actionable items that are easy that you can actually accomplish right after listening to the podcast. So we try to pull out a little action item after every podcast that we know a business owner can do. And so, you know, we've been doing it about two years now. It's been a very interesting journey. It's, um, you know, a testament to at first we had no listeners and we just kept going and going and going. And I think the highest we've charted is 14 on iTunes uh, for marketing, for the marketing category. You guys can listen to it at staypaidpodcast.com. It's about giving the best sales tips, best marketing tips, um, hearing the entrepreneurial journeys of our clients or the sales journeys of you know, business people that we've met and people that we've connected with, some leaders in the industry like David Meltzer, Jared Plant and stuff. My white whale is to try to get Tony Robbins on the podcast. I don't know if that's possible, but I'm going to try. I, I would love to interview Tony Robbins, but it's just all about the best sales and marketing tips. Absolutely. And, and we'll be listening for sure if that does happen. We always do listen, but we will be listening for sure. Hey, I appreciate um, that, guys, so much. Yeah. Thank you. So how can our listeners follow you? What are your handles? What do you got going on in that space? Yeah, so there's a couple of ways you guys can connect with me. Um, if you want to learn more about the products and what we're doing here at Reminder Media specifically for your business, you can connect at Reminder Media on all of our social media. So Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Twitter, it's at Reminder Media. If you wanna connect with me personally, would love to connect with you. Um, like if you have specific questions and you give me the scenario, I'll give you my best thoughts on it through Instagram and stuff like that. But it's at Luke Acree, and I'll spell my last name for everybody. It's A-C-R-E-E, -E, at Luke Acree on Instagram. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Luke Acree. If you want to do Facebook, it's Luke Acree RM. And the RM stands for Reminder Media, of course. But it's at Luke Acree RM. And love to connect with all of you. To finish up here, what success principles do you want to leave our listeners with? Um, I guess the best advice I could give you is there's no magic formula. And at the end of the day, success leaves clues. And so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. What you have to do is stay consistent. So if it's in the cold calling, stay consistent and call every single day. Frequency creates greatness, meaning you'll get better as you go at it. Don't give up. So many people slowly spin their way out of the business or slowly just torture themselves because they try one thing, they go up the mountain halfway, then they go back down. Then they go up another side halfway and they go back down and they never make it to the top of the mountain where if they just stayed on the path, even though when they get to the top, they might look back and go, wow, there really was a shorter path. But in the end, you made it to the top of the mountain. So why does it matter? And so people just stop way too soon, stay consistent. There's no magic formula. There's no magic marketing system. There's no magic cold calling script. What there is, is there's discipline and consistency, and that's what's going to breed success. I love it. Luke. I love that too. Thank you so much, Luke. Yeah, thank you guys. It's been awesome you know, being on the show. If you're a small business owner, definitely check into uh, Reminder Media. Hit up Luke on Instagram and all his platforms that he shared. Definitely check out the Stay Paid podcast as well. We thank you guys for listening. And Luke, once again, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. 
for tuning in to the Learn Lead Podcast, where you get to own your life. Stay tuned for our future guests coming soon. Make sure to like and subscribe.